3: stomp, stomp, stomp,
4: stomp. <laughs> You are listening to the Burrows of Berea. Welcome
0: back to the Burrows of Berea. I am Rick Welch, and to my left is Billy Eye Candy Kimsey.
4: There's no wrong way to eat a what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Sarita
4: the Rita Edgerton.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. <laughs> Behind the glass is Rocket Man Andy Bishop. And Cherry the Annihilator, Lewis. Here I am. <laughs> that's that's two thousand and one. Right?
4: That's exactly right. Okay, I, love I couldn't wow. find
0: any other intro music. Like, there's no more. Like, I was trying to find like wrestler intro. My husband's intro. a Gamecock.
2: Car- And uh, he graduated from USC, and so when we left our wedding, that's what we left to was 2001. Really?
0: That's great. I love it. Love it. What does that have to do with the Gamecock?
2: That's their run. They they run out on the football field with that music. So that's their intro. Mm -hmm, That's their intro.
0: I'm never doing that again. I'm a Tigers fan. I'm just kidding. I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like the there's 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 this one, it's like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about?
4: Nope. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. Get that <Jeez>. on camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well We're back. We are, we have finally gotten to uh, chapter five. We don't have Ralph Hicks, by the way. Ralph is in San Antonio. And so uh, he'll be busy boy. He is always, always gone. And now he's down in the state that wants to secede from the union. Have you guys read that? The Texas. Yes. 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 Texas. Yeah. Yeah,
3: But that's like one of those things where my whole life, That's been a thing, and it just flares up sometimes. That they want to secede from the union? Yeah, that's that's literally been it. They want to be their own country again. Our whole lives. Yeah, our whole lives. Yeah. No,
2: they were a republic. a strong
3: word for-
2: Some of them want to- Yeah. Yeah, everybody outside of Austin-
3: (laughs) Yeah, there you
0: go. Right? Everybody outside of the city of Austin wants to secede.
3: And Dallas and Houston. Oh, really? Yeah, the the major metropolitan area is pretty fine with being a part of the U.S. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny.
2: Except their murder rates are real high. But other than that.
3: Right. They fit right in then,
2: don't they? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're – so we're getting into Esther Chapter 5, and this is when – this story is getting ready to start turning a little bit. So, so far, I'll give you guys a recap uh, where we were in the last episode. So, Mordecai had refused bow to Haman, which caused him to unleash hell, right? So, he's going to eradicate all the Jewish people, and he sends out the decree that can't be reversed. Uh, Mordecai is in sackcloth and ashes at the gates of the city, like right there where he's not supposed to be, wailing. Um deeply in anguish, you know, and Esther sends out her eunuch, uh, Haytak, one of the king's eunuchs, to communicate. They're going back and forth, you know, about why are you like this here? Change your clothes. No, I'm not going to change my clothes. This is not, I'm not doing this. And don't think that you can escape, Esther, just because they don't know you are a Jew doesn't mean that you will escape. So maybe for such a time as this, uh, you were put in that position and so Esther decides and, and commands Mordecai, tell everybody to fast. And so they've had this, that's what they've done up to in chapter four. They've done this fast where they've got... um Three days. And if you remember, I said it was the 14th, 15th, and 16th of Nisan, which happened to be the days that Christ was crucified and was buried, and also that third day when he resurrected. So it's kind of unique. It's on that same time frame. And so what we're getting ready to do is we're getting into chapter five and Sarita, if you don't mind, would you read verses one through eight, please?
2: On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace. And in front of the king's quarters, while the king was sitting on his royal throne, inside the throne room opposite the entrance to the palace. And when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, she won his favor in his sight. And he held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. And the king said to her, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given you even to half of my kingdom. And Esther said, If it please the king, let the king and Haman come today to a feast that I have prepared for the king. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly so that we may do as Esther has asked. So the king and Haman came to the feast that Esther had prepared, and they were drinking wine after the feast. And as they were drinking wine after the feast, the king said to Esther, what is your wish? It shall be granted you. And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. Then Esther said, my wish and my request is if I have found favor in the sight of the king and if it please the king to grant my wish and fulfill my request, let the king and Haman come to the feast that I will prepare for them. And tomorrow I will do as the king has said.
0: Thank you, Sarita. So, whenever I was reading this, I you know I read it over and over. I love to just like see what kind of sticks out. And the thing that really stuck out to me is how important it was for the author to tell you where the king was sitting. Did you notice that? Did you notice it, how it says, uh, Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace in front of the king's quarters while the king was sitting on his royal throne inside the throne room opposite the entrance to the palace. Don't you think that's kind of interesting that like we don't know what the palace looked like. Like, why? Why was he describe so descriptive? And I think, in my opinion, this is the central point of the most powerful man on planet Earth. This is the biggest empire. This is the king. He's sitting on his royal throne. This woman has put on her royal robes. She is getting ready to. She's trying to be seen by him. But let's let's not forget that she hasn't eaten she hasn't even drank anything for the last three days have you ever tried to not drink something for three days I mean you would die you will yeah, after the you third would, day you right be
3: well, I don't know that that's literally true I think that's probably just like a heroic dose of not drinking yeah but uh you would be miserable though you would you your energy would be you would be frail uh, you'd be lucky if you could stand i'm not sure that that's literally accurate yeah
0: well i think it is and i think that whenever she stands up and she's going to this place she has been so focused on the mission at hand which is to get an audience with the king and just keep in mind just because she gets an audience with the king doesn't mean she's going to get exactly what she wanted and so now we're looking at like what what possibly could happen here This is this. So the author wants you to know he's the most powerful man, and we know that we can approach the throne boldly. Now, as believers, right, we can approach the throne boldly, but she could not. She she could not do that. So she could have been turned away. She could have not. She could have been killed. This could this could have been the end of the entire Jewish race, which is the lineage of Christ. I mean, this is unbelievable. This is a very pivotal moment. Like this matters. This really matters, and he wants you to know where it's at. And so she goes in, and he's she he she touches the scepter, right? And we talked about it touching the head. It looks like she's touching the scepter.
2: I think does the, she put her head to the she scepter? She inclines her head to it. The the I did a study one time where they said the words were she it touched she touched her forehead to it. He puts it out, and she touches her foot like she's like she's bowing or. Yeah. Curtsying or whatever, and she touches her forehead to it like this.
0: Oh, so she's put her head on the microphone, if you can't see. So it's being touched to the forehead there.
2: But I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not that old. No? No.
0: (laughs) So do you guys remember in the holiday kickoff whenever I talked about that throughout this book, even though in our English versions we don't have God's name, it's not mentioned, but I said that there are acrostics, YHVH. Or for Yahweh or Jehovah. Well, these, these acrostics show up in different places. The first one that we saw was in chapter one, verse 20 of Esther, and that's whenever the prince was speaking about how that if he puts the decree out, then the women will respect their husbands. Like that's what's happening. Well, in this chapter five is when the second acrostic shows up. And so in English, well actually i'll i'll try to say it in hebrew it's like yabo hamalek haman khyam it's let come the king and haman this day so this acrostic is happening when esther is speaking it's a quote and she's asking for them to come and have dinner so this is her without a request it was a request i want to give a feast remember she hasn't eaten she's been fasting So, remember I I told you guys, like, pay attention to feast, fast, feast, fast, feast. Like, there's feasting, and then there's fasting, and then there's feasting. But, so, even though the name of God is in an acrostic for the Hebrews, and they would have seen it, and if this was passed around an empire where they weren't supposed to have this literature, they would be able to see that in these stories. They would see this. We can even find it, we can understand that God's there in our own language, right? Right. So, if, if, uh, hey, Cherry, do you have the notes? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you to read it in a version that you normally don't read in because it's in our notes. Unless you want to look it up, you can. I don't care. Um, in Proverbs chapter 21, verse 1, I'll give you the time to find it. She's going to the KJV, which actually sounds better in the KJV, honestly, than the ESV to me.
1: Proverbs 21.
0: Proverbs 21, 1.
1: The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, as the rivers of water, he turneth it whithsoever with, he will.
0: Right. So, in my modern English, it says, the king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. So, in this case, when Esther goes to try to find favor, what causes the king to actually turn her way and to see her in the way, I believe, is from the Lord. He turns the heart of the king, correct? So God's still there. And you still have your Bible open, Cherry? Yeah. Can you go to Psalms 23.5? There's something else that happens. This is really cool. So she has asked him to have to bring people to the table. Haman and the king. That's what she's asked for, right? All right, so check this out. Prover- uh, everybody knows Psalm 23. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Most people know that. Listen to verse 5.
1: Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over.
0: Boom. Now, so Esther is asked that she could have this dinner, right? So not only does God turn the heart of the king so he know he's there, but also he's getting ready to prepare a table for her for for Haman, actually, in the presence of Haman. Haman is the enemy of the Jews. That's what he's called in this book, the enemy of the Jews. So th- at this moment, she's asked for this. He said, I'll give you up to half my kingdom, and all she wants is a table prepared with a feast and to bring the enemy. That's what she's asking for. But it's kind of weird
4: because... Yeah, she's got him whooped. Huh? She's got him whooped. He loves her, doesn't he? Like, (laughs) yes, (laughs) queen. Yeah, no
1: kidding. Oh, my goodness. I think all the women should note right here, if you want your husband to be like, yes, queen, (laughs) you better pray that the Lord turns his heart.
2: (laughs) Well, she didn't go into battle unprepared, did she? No. She prayed and fasted. Yes. And didn't drink anything. She She went into battle.
1: She brought out the big guns.
2: Not equipped as the world would equip her. But Yas Queen, she went in
3: prepared. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's also there's also the physical aspect of uh like dehydrating yourself and not eating for a couple days. Yeah,
4: she's probably looking like, hot in her royal robes. Yeah, I, models literally
3: <laughs> do that for like swimsuit and shots like that that involve things like it. They they intentionally dehydrate themselves and reduce their diet further than normal uh, for like swimsuit shots and stuff like that I'm because try that. The, you get all the water off and and. You look inhumanly good. As if you're starting, if you're starting as a ten, and then you spend a couple of days like just dehydrating yourself a little bit and eating less, that's that's the you become an eleven. You become an I eleven. I was going to ask <laughs> when do <laughs>
1: you become looking like that's a meth
3: the- head? Or a- <laughs> yeah. I, that takes a couple more days. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: that's it's,
2: when you did, had smoking did, the cigarettes like whole
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did I read somewhere they hadn't seen each other for like thirty days? That's right. Like yes. in your notes or yeah. somebody's notes. She says. Yeah.
0: She says to Mordecai. Besides, he hasn't seen me in the last 30 days. Yeah,
4: so it is yas queen. (laughs) So she was really looking hot after She
0: went on that
1: diet for three days and he ain't seen her in 30. Mm. Well,
0: but he was able to pull from his concubine. Oh, yeah. He has some other people
1: to entertain him. All them other hoes don't
2: mean nothing to me.
1: (laughs) 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 You're the queen.
2: Yas queen.
0: Touch (laughs) your head to the scepter. Yeah.
2: The
4: tip. Oh, the
0: f-
2: scepter <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. sorry. That came What'd you say? Just the tip?
4: Oh my gosh. we will probably birthday. <laughs> I'm it. sorry. I couldn't Man. Whoa. So okay. so she asked, she you asked You read the king. it though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the Bible. I was reading the Bible. Right.
0: <laughs> so she asked, she asked him, bring Haman and let's have a feast. And so it says that he he commanded Haman to come quickly. I mean, he was really excited. Like, yeah, get her. Let's let's do this. So Haman comes, and then they have this feast. And then the next thing you know, Haman is doing what the king loves to do best, which is getting wasted. Mm-hmm. They love to drink wine together. And I, I just, I thought about that. And maybe Cherry, I don't. You probably might, or maybe you, Billy, I don't know. And Sarita, I, don't, I have no idea. But have you ever met people that have like drinking buddies? Yep. You know what I mean. And it's like they kind of get the. They get that special place, you know, like they're the drinking buddy. And so, the, I've worked in places like I, in my career where they hire, the one of the owners hires their drinking buddy and then puts him in a place of power. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the weirdest thing. And that's what it feels like with Heyman. In relationship to King Ahasuerus, like they're drinking pals, you know. He puts him in there. I don't know why that this man was loved so much, but he was. And they just they get they like to get wasted because he gives him money, right? He
2: gives him money, and without money, he can't go to war. He boasts his ego too.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now
2: and then they get drunk, and he goes. Oh, guess what, Albert, half the kingdom. Yes, yes, sir. You get half the <laughs> kingdom, okay?
0: Yeah. And then the other thing that I noticed I, I, when I was really, I was just really paying attention to the language here. Did you notice that she said, when he said, grant the request, and he said, she said, will you come tomorrow to the next feast? Did you ever consider the fact that maybe the king had an agenda and couldn't be there the next day? That either you had to break it to be there. I know it may, maybe it doesn't matter, but that's kind of a risky thing, right? She finally gets the ear of the king and she says, "Uh, I don't want to tell you what I want yet. Can you come back tomorrow? Let's do this again.
1: But you know what though? Wait a minute. Let's hear it. But this guy,
3: this guy,
1: yeah, this guy. Every time somebody tells him, like, "Oh, just do this," and he throws out the decree like it's nothing. Yeah, you know, so it's like it, he has this to me this this mindset of I just do whatever I want. He's not he doesn't really think through any of his decisions anyway. Yeah. So my thing is, if if she's already got his attention, and he she does says, come off like a puppet yeah, in this and story. And she says, yeah. "Hey, well, can you come tomorrow?" He's like.
4: Okay,
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, because he's I mean, gonna give her
4: half his yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's like, so I'll just, he just frivolously throws stuff know, I'll out. I'll drink more wine tomorrow.
1: Like, there's no, there's no.
2: It's just like whatever. Okay. Yeah, she's gonna ask me for bubbles and giggles and doodads yeah. and knickknacks and I'm the king. new dresses.
0: She's and, like, let's get, you know, let's let's eat and drink and be merry tomorrow. Yeah, and so he's like,
2: yeah.
0: Sounds oh, that's like cool. I just thought it was kind of odd that it was, you know, what if she, what if he'd refused and said, "Ask me again next year." Like she would yeah. have wasted that moment, you know.
2: But again, the heart of the Lord, the God has the heart of the King in His hands, know, so He wasn't gonna sure. allow it.
3: What were you gonna say, Andy? This, this probably, there's probably a lot of like invisible stuff that answers these questions. Like it probably would have been. I'm postulating it would have been improper for her to ask him them. And the correct way to do that was to, pre- you know, was to prepare a meal and stuff like that. You know what I mean? This could all be like explained by like societal norms, their custom, and their customs that yeah. we just don't know. Yeah. True. Right? So that she could yeah, have yeah. been doing it the
0: only right way. I'm going to search that out. You are yeah. probably she right. Could have been actually, doing it the
3: only right
1: way. She, she knew she was a- going to have to present the the most important request ever her life and everyone else is dependent so on she, her. She, she she's the just way. like yeah i'm gonna do all the proper things here to get him to In where mid- he knows i've give him
3: i, I mean all. you hear the way she's talking to him he's already said whatever you want it's yours and she and her verbiage is still very much you are the king you shall do as you desire i am always giving you an out every statement provides him with a if you think it's a good idea, everything right. she says is like like I'm going to go left as long as you think that's cool. That never goes away. Yeah, not no, for an a,
0: instant. That's an excellent point.
2: And I wonder. I wonder. It doesn't say this. It only talks about what happens with Haman afterwards. I wonder after he gets loosened up by the wine if he enjoys the um, queen.
0: Oh, you mean the, like a nighttime? In the
2: evening. Oh, that's after, a great point. After Haman, yeah, because it, it says Haman leaves. Joyful. He uh, leaves joyful, but it doesn't say the king goes anywhere. It's that's just, true. and We don't know what happens reasonable. with the king. It would make
0: sense. They probably did. But he's did. all
2: kind of lubricated with wine, and she <laughs> is uh,
0: She's using some choice words tonight. <laughs>
1: you said that. He used you it. You said that. <laughs> But, but, uh, I don't think I've ever been lubricated with wine. <laughs> <laughs> and You haven't done it right. Maybe some men thought you're supposed to drink it.
3: Oh my goodness! There it is. This covers everything. Dude. There's, there's, there's the warning. Wow. There's the warning. <laughs> yeah.
2: But loosened. He was loosened, and then I wonder if she kept him in the night.
0: Yeah, I mean. She knocked his Persian socks off that night. I she was yeah. his wife. It's a great point. I mean, obviously- 30 days. We're, we're speculating for 30 days. 30 days. Oh, man. I'm all wind up. <laughs> <laughs> she got him wound up.
2: <laughs> and she's leaving a little bit of mystery out there in the air, which is-
0: I'll tell y'all you what know mysterious is tomorrow. Yeah. It's, it's an
2: attractive woman. Yeah, if she woman. knocks his
0: socks off that night, can you
3: imagine what the next night's going to be like? That's Anything a good point.
2: And he
1: gets to eat. <laughs>
3: Oh Lord, the, the way to a man's heart, as yeah. they say. That's yep. right.
1: Exactly. Uh, she obviously... must have been a little bit of Southern. <laughs> she... <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Our what? men have just always been the same. Said, one of the Bingo. two. There that That's it? It. Yeah. Started yeah,
3: with that. It's probably that, it's probably that yeah, one there. Is that. Biscuits
0: him. and gravy on
2: that table <laughs> in there, girl. <laughs> that was what was on the tree. It wasn't <laughs> an apple. Yeah, it was <laughs> biscuits <laughs> and gravy.
3: Biscuits <laughs> and gravy. I want biscuits <laughs> and
0: gravy. I know, man. um Do you mind, Rita, uh, Rita, Sarita the Rita, to read now verses 9 through 14, just all the way finish out the chapter?
2: Sure. And Haman went out that day joyful and glad of heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he neither rose nor trembled before him, he was filled with wrath against Mordecai. "'Nevertheless, Haman restrained himself and went home. "'And he sent and brought his friends and his wife Zeresh. "'And Haman recounted to them the splendor of his riches "'and the the number of his sons "'and all the promotions with which the king had honored him "'and how he had advanced him above the officials "'and the servants of the king. "'Then Haman said, "'Even Queen Esther let no one but me "'come with the king to the feast she prepared.' And to morrow also I am invited by her together with the king. Yet all this is worth nothing to me so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Then his wife Zeresh and all his friends said to him, Let a gallows fifty cubits high be made, and in the morning tell the king to have Mordecai hanged upon it. Then go joyfully with the king to the feast. This idea pleased Haman, and he had the gallows made.
0: Mm. So this the story's starting to get a little bit more diabolical as we go. So Haman's coming out. He's been drinking. He's had a good time. He's got you know his heart is merry because the king and his wife just had him at this feast, and she wants him to come back tomorrow. And he walks outside, and there's that pissant little irritating <laughs> Mordecai, and he's like, "You got to bow." And he's like
4: not going to happen today. There's got to be something Tomorrow's else Tomorrow's not bowing. looking good
1: either. Huh?
2: There's
4: got to be something else besides bowing. I know. Well, it says it's, he
2: wouldn't rise or bow.
4: Yeah, like know, that but, was the
0: decree that know, everybody I had know. to bow to Haman yeah. and that's what he wanted. If he would bow the knee, none of this would happen. Isn't that what you said, God. Tarita? If he had just bowed the knee? So he walks outside and is like... <laughs> Ah, you pain in the ass, you know? In <laughs> your
3: sackcloth and all that <laughs> and your ashes. You yeah. yeah. I uh, do th- I do think this is one of those circumstances where that's a I think Billy's question is valid. I think there's probably a lot more going on here and it's lost to time.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can only go off what I'm seeing here. That's what we're all sure. doing. We're speculating, and that's what Absolutely. this show's about, opinion exactly. and speculation. Yeah. So it's quite possible that there is more. And we do know that there's a background between these guys, right? Absolutely. Maybe somebody else wasn't bowing, but we don't hear about him. Right. Because he's already been executed, or he's going to get executed. Or we don't hear about him. But this is the
3: enemy of the Jew. Well, like, he there's There's even guy. the part where... Isn't he Hamish? Is from some line that is yes from Hamish. So there's there is a second like bigger story going on here where they're like they're. A being one thousand for a cult stand ins for a cultural battle that has happened this long, and it's I, I do kind of like that. It McCoy on. situation. a little bit, you know what yeah. I mean, it was probably generational. It's a one
0: thousand and eight year grudge, only a Jew, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm kidding, but no, but thank you for being so racist.
2: That was the point, though. <laughs> a racist would say,
0: <laughs> but that's the point is like he, they're you know, they're enemies, they just are, yeah. and he's he is the second most powerful man. In the, in the Empire. And this guy will not give him what he wants.
2: And I love how he calls his sycophants and his wife over and says, look at me. I am like the man. Yeah. Well, I'm not the man, but I'm under I'm the, the man. I'm under the man. Yeah. I am
3: yeah. the That's man. That's what
1: you want to be, isn't it? <laughs> a man under the man? <laughs>
2: that that right? was when he went to prison.
1: As they say
0: in Seinfeld, not that there's anything wrong with that.
1: But there,
2: there's like... <laughs> <clears throat>
0: yeah, he's got that... He gets home, and his friends, and he's with his wife. And um, he starts – read that again, Sarita, what he says to them about – Uh, All the it says, uh, and Haman recounted to them,
2: and Haman recounted to them the splendor of his riches, the number of his sons, all the promotions with which the king had honored him, and how he had advanced him above the officials and servants of the king. He even said, Even Queen Esther let no one but me come with the king to the feast she prepared, and tomorrow also I'm invited by her together with the king. Yet all this is worth nothing to me, so long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the (laughs) king's gate.
0: Have you ever met a person? that always has this perennial black cloud over their head. Yeah. You ever
1: met somebody Charlie like Brown. that? Yeah. Well, it's just I mean, I didn't meet him. No.
0: Not Charlie Brown. No. The what are we talking about here?
1: She said I Charlie Brown. Pigpen oh. always has that. Oh yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it was Pigpen. Yeah. <clears throat> oh well, I mean, I'm just. I know. I know a guy. It never once occurred
2: Debbie to me that Downer that might be a metaphor. On SNL. I know a guy. Yeah, I know,
3: right? Never, <clears throat> never thought it was metaphor. Thought that could have been a metaphor. No, nope, yeah. just now it was just to me. a dirty scummy kid. I'm old. That it's many forty in some years, <laughs> and now it just occurs to me that that could be a metaphor. Well, uh, how about sorry.
2: Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh?
3: Well, there's a
0: whole Whoa there's a whole thing me. about no. how each one of the characters in Winnie the Pooh are a type of drug. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, oh, the hey, Milne was very aware of all the drugs, and so mm-hmm. you had like the downers, which was. your <laughs> Do you remember you Debbie Downer from SNL though? Yeah, he was a donkey, huh? Donkey.
2: Do you remember Debbie Downer from SNL? Yes, that was the literally one of the best skits yeah. they ever did on that <laughs> <I know>. show. Because <laughs> that this is he's her. Yeah, everything great's going on, and she's like. But you could like blow your head off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's but this guy, he's got the whole world is his oyster. He's got everything. But that one thing yeah. is really getting. He's got to that, him. that
3: pride. It's People got that pride.
0: Yeah. And so he's there he is, you know, that, oh, that pissant. He's just driving me crazy. So at the end of this, his wife, whose name is Zeresh, I looked it up. It's poor, it's Persian origin, and it means uh Misery. Her name means misery and strange. That like that's what her name means. His wow. wife, now I have uh, a mental
1: picture. Of so what let me she ask you like. this: Do you think maybe she is Kathy Bates important for misery?
0: Time? Oh no, okay. was
1: related to Jezebel. Can was you, she? I Can wonder you... if she was. The only reason I say that is kind of like she does the same thing that Jezebel did. So Jezebel's husband was pouting. Yeah, Ahab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she then says, "Well, we'll just kill them all. Right. Like every good wife should say. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but so you got the same thing here, though. You got the same thing. Honey, don't don't be whiny about it or mad. Just do this
0: with him.
4: Yeah, go build right. a so gallow.
0: Yeah, so and she tells him to, uh, look, just go build a gallow 50 cubits high. Did some ancient, ancient math here.
4: Whip that right up. Yep. Yeah, and so they this, do actually. So, run, so she, like,
0: was she like saw an sawmill.
3: engineer? I was going to say, like, she, she, she wasn't just like, go build a gallows. She was like, she drew a multi-cubits by <laughs> Mega Gallows. Yeah. She probably knew her
0: husband so well that she had a file somewhere to bring it out for his black cloud that yeah. day. But the 50 cubits, so 50-cubit, one-cubit equals 18 inches. So fifty of those is nine hundred inches, and so if you divide that by twelve, which is a standard feet, it's seventy five feet, or basically roughly a six story building. Wow! Nice. Now, but what's really interesting?
2: Could you even see him hanging there?
0: Yeah, on top on a hillside. That's where they're going to oh. hang him. Is on a hillside. Oh, so that's really- in the next chapter. Okay. It tells you it's a hillside, but the the reality <laughs> is, is that he's he's so upset that sh- in order to cheer him up. She said, "Let's go do some crafting on top of the hill up here." And what does the last verse say? Get the, the idea.
2: Pleased Haman, and he had the gallows made.
0: So, but what she had told him is to go and kill him before the, the feast, feast yes. the next day. So we don't know what time this took place. By the time uh, you know, if it's a twenty-four hour period from the last time they had the feast, we really don't know exactly when the feast is going to begin. But there, it creates a problem because do you remember Mordecai is Esther's uncle and Mordecai, she's trying to save her people, but what is going on is that he's he's going to be dead before the feast, before she can even get the request out from the king. So this is a problem. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I didn't, I but,
2: did, yeah, I didn't see that. But Esther... Her mission is to save the Jews, not Mordecai. It's she, not. It's a. It's. It would be a. It, it would be a good thing to do that. But she still has a mission to focus on and saving her own neck. Yeah. And the rest of her people. Now Mordecai.
4: And I she mean, has no clue. Yeah, she what, has no clue the but, intrigue. Yeah, going Haman on. and is wanting to kill Mordecai. And that's the point Mordecai, I think yeah. is
0: that you there's so many different things hanging in the balance. When you think God's not there, He's all over it. He's all over this story.
1: Well, how do they have the right to hang him, though?
0: Because he's the most powerful man and he broke that. He already broke the law, he broke the decree.
2: But he can't, he's not supposed to kill anybody until he, the third
1: day of the fifth month of the 12th year or the whatever. You know, like,
2: uh, like one year from
1: now. It's, like, it's almost like just because I'm going to go home and I'm mad and the wife says, let's do this. And it's almost, I mean, we're just going to hang somebody up there and just. I mean, he's got a lot of clout.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. I think yeah. that's the maybe deal. he's above the law. Yeah, he's yeah. not this, hanging this, him because like, he's no the legality Jew. Legality he's just there. hanging him
4: because he's not balanced, right?
3: Yeah, I think he, he is the law. Yeah. Well, it, it
0: calls him the enemy of the Jew, but I guess you're right. Probably in this case, he's just now he's just loathing Mordecai yeah. to the point it's making him irritated. And so his wife cheers him up by saying, "Let's just kill
4: him." Yeah, and he's d- drunk on top of that. Yeah, watch it, this. I'm gonna be able to gallow. Yeah, that's
0: right, I am. Hey,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> hey so y'all, watch this. hold my, hold my beer. Yeah. Hold my beer.
1: <laughs> In this case, my wine. Hold my wine. <laughs> hold, hold, my wine, Queen. Yes,
2: y'all, Queen. Y'all, Queen. <laughs> so, whatever is that a thing <laughs> now? Mis- is that a thing?
3: Oh, for us? you did Here not. Here, misery.
2: <laughs> hold my wine. Yeah. Like hold my
0: wine, misery. <laughs>
1: Oh God, boy. have you ever seen Misery Yeah. Kathy yes. Bates?
3: No, I've ah. never actually seen it. No. Oh, uh, you got to watch it. She can't no, play you in don't. any other movie it's, now. It's, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, she can. She's doing nope, all no, kinds no. of stuff. She yes. can, but she can't.
3: Kathy Bates?
0: Yes. She was the unsinkable Molly Brown in Titanic.
1: But I'm saying like that, means you can't go anywhere but Misery.
0: So when you see unsinkable uh, Molly greens, Brown-
1: tomatoes? I don't care what you see her in. All I see is- A
0: sledgehammer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smarty Pants? You're going to finish the book. You're <laughs> go- that's right.
0: Man- Well, anyway, Misery, his wife has cheered up her husband because the last one, it says, well, so the idea plays Haman in and he had the gallows made. And so he wants to take Mordecai and put him on the highest place on the highest gallow to show the highest amount of dishonor possible. He wants to hang this man so everybody can see him. That's That's interesting. So that equates to more dishonor? Yes, because he's just hanging his enemy. Do you really want to cross Haman? No, and so that bring you know he's hanging him. Who he probably wouldn't have got a proper burial. Again, we're just speculating here, but it's obvious. And I know what's coming in the next chapter. I'm, I'm the next chapter is awesome, and I think that Haman probably slept like a baby that night. He was pretty pleased with himself. had a had a little drink in him. His wife cheered him up. He knew he was going to kill his enemy the next day, so he slept like a baby. And that's all I got for this study. You guys got anything you want to bring out or any questions? Got any jokes? I think we jokes? brought it all out already. Got any jokes besides just the tip or that other <laughs> stuff you guys were saying?
1: <laughs> you know you liked it.
0: <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Ah. Well, I didn't bring any jokes this week. I can't believe it. What? I'm on a, I'm on a vacation. I'm oh, on a I have th- a joke. Yes, oh, we got a
1: joke. Cool. Bring it. Cool. Okay. Now, there is a Pentecostal preacher, a Baptist preacher, and a priest in a fishing boat. Okay. Okay. And they're out there fishing. Well, they get down, and, and the priest says to the other two preachers, he says, Oh, we only have one worm left. I'm going to go get some more. So he hops out of the boat, walks across the water, goes to get the worm. The Baptist preacher's sitting there like, Oh my gosh. Uh, nobody has ever walked on water but Jesus. So he's thinking, what is going on? This boat's going to sink. Reese comes back, gets in the boat. Everybody starts fishing again. Fishing a little bit longer, they realize, down to one worm. So the Pentecostal preacher looks over at him and says, all right, guys, I'll go get them this time. Hops out of the boat, walks on the water, goes over there, and the Baptist preacher's sweating now. He's like, oh, my gosh, I, 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 don't, I don't even know what's going on here, right? Pentecostal preacher comes back, gets in the boat. They keep fishing. Well, you know, they get down to the last worm. The Baptist preacher's sweating. He's like, oh, my gosh. He goes, well, okay. Okay, guys. um, I'll I'll go get the worm. I'll go get the worm. So, hops out of the boat, sinks. So, the priest looks over at the Pentecostal preacher, and he says, you reckon he didn't know where them rocks were?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's, good.
1: Uh, That's good. There you go. Oh,
0: well, uh, so, as you know, this is very shortened to the point, but do you know how— um, modern Moses was. He was the first one to ever connect the tablet to a cloud. Uh. Ah,
1: that's pretty good. I like it. Yeah.
3: Anyway. Well, it's not bad, really. No, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that's clever. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give him yeah. that.
0: Well, thanks so much for being here, guys. I'm, I'm really getting into this. Uh, the next chapter is when this story really starts taking off. I mean, it's, it, it's been building and building and building, and then. Here we go. So, chapter six, it really takes up. I and mean, I think there's what? There's 10 chapters, eight, 10, I haven't even looked. Um, but it's, it's really getting ready to get very interesting. And I love the story. I love the story. So, Billy, thanks for being here. Sarita, Cherry, thank you for being here. Andy, thanks, you're always here. You have thank to be. You. Yeah. But thanks for, thank you, for joining Rick. in. Yeah. And, um, I we love Giraffe Studio here. We haven't, mentioned, now, I we haven't mentioned Giraffe Studio, but if anybody's listening, you're in the local area, you need any recording done, you should come to Giraffe Studio. Mm-hmm. You, totally. get, you get excellent, Andy's Andy's excellent service. Yes. Yes. I, have,
3: I have stools and I keep them tight. And
0: he'll let you have water and unlimited, very cheap granola bars yes. if you need them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. As many
3: as you want.
2: He hasn't offered me water. Or he hasn't, hasn't given
3: or me a granola bar. You're still bar. a rookie. You're
4: still <laughs> a
3: rookie. You haven't earned I'm your water. Earned my yeah, water yes. yet. Okay. Actually, I don't have any granola bars. <laughs> you just kind of reminded me that I need to buy some granola. Yeah, you need to get some
0: of those cheap ones. <laughs> yeah. So that, that are really, really dry that make you want to drink water. Anyway, yeah. um, thanks again. And uh, I hope you guys uh, are excited about you know chapter six. Like I can't I can't wait. Anyway, we will talk to you guys next time on the Burrows of Berea. Hey guys, this is Rick from the Burrows of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so, if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burrows of Berea, you'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys.
4: Uh, Andy, so the Yas Queen, Uh when did that start, Sarita? It started with kids, right?
2: Mm, Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, I know there's recordings probably all the way back to – at least five or six years ago, on like uh, a cartoon, uh-huh. and they just for some reason say, Yas Queen. Oh, I knew <laughs> it was a
3: thing in the world, I just didn't know it was a thing here. No, oh, that is no, no, yeah. no, obviously, it, it's just
4: because it's for the, Esther, it's, it's, it's a thing. yeah, Esther okay. and the okay. Queen. And, and oh, okay, I thought you hadn't heard it at no, all. No, I know, no, I and just like, meant like, cause like
3: there was this huge chorus, and I was like, I feel left out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. I have teenage girls, yeah, Yas Queen, yeah, yeah, get that all the time so, yeah,
4: I have one teenage uh, daughter, and then the other one thinks she's a teenage uh, she's daughter. She's a tweener. So, yeah, she's- She's, she's an upcoming yeah, queen. Yeah, she's like an 18-year-old, 10-year-old. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, But yeah, there's all <laughs> kinds of little things they learn, like sheesh and YOLO. Sheesh. And Yeah, sheesh is a good one. And, YOLO
2: is so old. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah that's, They're bringing that's, it back.
4: Yeah, they are bringing it back. It is coming back. What really? FOMO.
2: Is. You know what FOMO is?
4: Fear of missing out.
2: Yeah, number one fear among people 30 how about, and younger.
4: How about, you know what? home? is? <laughs>
2: nope, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that.
4: Homo <laughs> 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 so, sapien. There you go. Yep. And then anyway. uh, if you chunk something, it's a yeet. You yell yeet yep. when you throw yeet. it. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, anyway this. that's just yeah. You I'm gonna try yeet, that. You, I'm gonna throw some Rodney. You
1: something yeet it. Guy. You catch yeah.
3: yeah. it. We are it. so cool. I know. no idea how cool we are. Yeah. We are not cool. We are
2: cool adjacent.
3: Yeah. We just can't use it. I'm not even cool adjacent.
2: Hola, yo me llamo Sarita. Would you like me to read in Spanish? Uh, Yes,
4: please. Bueno, Jesus.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Good Jesus. Andy's in there. That was... That was so (laughs) good.
4: Bueno. What'd you say? Bueno. Bueno, Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Bueno.
3: Man. I had to let the farm out. Right. <laughs> All four dogs. It's, it's like, zoo.
4: go away. Is the
2: cat still inside? The yeah.
4: Donkeys are back here. <laughs> yeah. Donkeys, yeah. cat, dogs.
3: <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, we're going.
0: We rolling? Yep.